agree. Where do you really think stigmas come from? I feel like part of it has to do with like somebody's view has to be right. And this is the right way so to go So it's right or wrong, it. right? Yes, yes. Like it's somebody's judgment on right or wrong. Yeah. And where do we typically get that judgment from? Parents? Society? So that means that we have to like say that society is, is right right now if we're going to listen to stigmas. We have to say society's right? Yeah. Why? So we can look at the um, all the issues in the recent past, right? Like the Me Too movement. We can look at like all the stuff going on with the um, transgender, mm-hmm. like all the the sports and everything like that. That 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 was a crazy one because um, I was getting out in the Marine Corps. So when I was getting out, it was don't ask, don't tell. Like um, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, about, for being gay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you tell, like, you're going to get, like, fucked up. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> so just keep your mouth shut. And, like, yeah. Don't put a dick in your mouth. Um, so, and if you do, don't say anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but then um, the transgender surgeries were being paid. Like, now. Oh, in the... In the, in, in the service. Oh. Yeah. And so, like, it, it's crazy because, like, even... So the tattoos in the Marine Corps. I got put in the brig for my tattoos. Hmm. What's the, the I, I didn't have I didn't have them on my hand. Yeah. I um I had them on my on the top of my um wrist, and I went completely sleeved in like a whole weekend, mm-hmm. like just like I'm, I was on tons of painkillers. Yeah. Um, ended up um like somebody saw it and they wanted to get me in trouble, so they put me in the brig for it. What's the brig? It's like a Marine Corps jail, mm. solitary confinement. Dude. Yeah. The cool part was they let you choose what food you were going to have. So like, <laughs> you could have like insane amounts of food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so to me, the stigma starts because the society has said something is right or wrong. Right? Yes. And most people try to live off of a faith-based right or wrong. What do you Oh, religious. Yeah. In some form of fashion. Mm-hmm. But if you look at any religion, most of them are all saying, like, just love, the, love, love thy neighbors. Yeah. Right? So, like, the one thing that made me feel like I could achieve something was love. Right? Yeah. And that's the one thing that the world, the society isn't trying to emulate at all costs. And we're going to allow that to... So, what I say about the stigma... Like, Jordana used to always question me, like, how can you not let it bother you? Let what bother you? Like, anybody's judgment on Oh. Right? Because I can tell my story to anybody in the world. Yes. And I don't give a shit. And she's like, how can you do that? Like, you're not afraid. And it's like, look, the people that never showed up to me or showed up for me, don't get to have a judgment on me. Mm. Like that same society that we're allowing to tell us our rules, that are telling us how to like, oh, that's a drug addict, look down on him. Like don't help him up. That homeless person that has a sign, like who cares? Like if you're not doing something for it, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
like because in the reality like that's not love mm-hmm. and those people that are putting that hatred out into the world never showed up they didn't come and take me once I was homeless and tell me how to get better you know what I mean like they didn't they didn't come and like go hey are you hungry they didn't do that so why do I let them in on my decisions on how I treat people a lot of us are feel like are early an early age just like we just take it on for some reason like other people's judgments right so your yours was what that you needed to achieve greatness yes i had to go i had to go to school achieve like have a really fancy like professional job office job and that's not even a bad want for somebody's kid it's not there's but so you're saying that that's what you i was scared that made me scared of failure anything i do like i have to make sure it's like to your standards you know what i mean yeah but were you asking them what their standards were the whole time? No, I was making them up in my head. Oh. <laughs> so, like, that that's where I think a lot of us are saying, like, stigma, right? Yes. But I think we have narratives in our head that get twisted without our permission. Dude, I really agree. I <laughs> agree with that. Like, It's like we... We think society thinks something, and then we just make up a story about it in our head. Well, and it's still, like, the... The same thing on social media where like it's being fed to you in one way and just because you watch a video on it, you're like, oh, there's the truth. Yeah. Right. But that person could have been doing it as a joke and you have no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so then in yours, your family, are they proud of you? I think they are. I think they're proud of me today. You don't think they were proud of you before? No. I felt like a fuck up, dude. No. Do you think maybe they were hurting? Like, so proud I can go with, but do you think they, like, thought you were a failure? No. I think I was scared of being a failure. So you're carrying it without their permission? Yes. Hmm. hmm So, do you have a degree right now? <laughs> no. Do you have an extremely professional job? Most professional I've ever had. It's not extremely professional. I don't think so. Like you're you're sitting here talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but are they proud of you? I think they are. Huh? So, how long did you live inside that? That pain, guilt, remorse. Nine years. Oh my god. Nine years. And then what did you do with it? With the the pain? Yeah. Stuffed it. And fucked up more? Yeah. Can't fix this now. Might as well fuck it up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's my spirit animal, Mm -hmm. by the way. Like, um, like, oh, we've gone too far. Yes. Keep going. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You got two DYs. Let me get another one. Yeah. I'm not really that fucked up if I don't get another one. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're and not stop drinking. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean like that that in itself is the like real question, right? Like and I think so I'll I'll give you my childhood one. So my dad beat me and he beat my grandma. Right. Mm-hmm. And um so I thought for a long time I was a sociopath. 
like getting sober and stuff like I don't feel the same things that everybody else feels that's what I thought okay. um, I'm learning I feel them I just don't ha- know how to identify them right okay. and like it might not be the same reaction to you because this it's like a new thing to me maybe you because you're a weirdo like me yeah. but um so um my uncle who's been one of my like He's always been there for me, right? I was like his mother's favorite grandson. And um, my dad was adopted and all of this stuff. And he's been there when I was like really losing in the Marine Corps. He stayed in touch with me and my aunt died. Um, And I didn't really know what I was going to say to him. But like somehow we got on the conversation where um, like people being proud of their family, right? Like the last name, like I want to carry on the last name. And he's like, that's your name. And like he showed me a crest. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not your blood. And like because my dad was adopted. And he's like, doesn't matter. It's still who you are. And I was like, it's crazy. Like, I don't feel it. And he's like, why? Like, you've always been a part of this family. And, like, I said it in, like, an insanely profound way that I didn't even know that was there. And Jordana was there. And, like, it, like, set a really crazy stage where um, I was like, so let's go back into my childhood. Like, my dad's beating me. You guys are coming over for Sunday dinner. Nobody's stopping him. I watch him beat my grandma. You guys are coming over for Sunday dinner and nobody's stopping him. So nobody's saving us. Why why would I feel like there's family? Why like I'm yeah. watching my dad beat his mom and all the other family just comes over and eats and acts like they care, but nobody's showing up. And while I don't hold him at fault. Like, I don't feel like people the way normal people do. And I think it, it's the direct result to that. Like, nobody came and saved me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to figure the fuck out, right? From like five years old. Like, just fuck everybody. Yeah. And like, I, I begged to go live with my mom. And my mom thought that I was like my dad. So then she wasn't close to me. Like, she was afraid that I was going to constantly become my father. And so, like, that that's where I think a lot of um, pain came from. A lot of socio... Like, I, I really thought I was a sociopath. Were you diagnosed as a sociopath? No. Um, dark narcissistic. You were diagnosed as narcissistic? Dark narcissist. Dark? Yeah. What does that mean? So um, in the term that it's being used in, it um, basically means that because my mom, like my home life didn't break me into the rules, that like I still rebelled, that um, basically like speed signs, the world, like none of those are rules to me in my mind. 
Like it's just like oh, I'm like you're su- an exemption of the rules. Yeah, like I'm Superman, <laughs> and it's like on the inside. It's from uh, the causal theory. Oh, it is. That like so it, it's the uh, um, it's basically where you have to like learn how to diagnose yourself through um, you go through these teachings. It's a relationship skills workshop. And it's trying to, it like, leads into a parenting class. And it's just trying to, like, help understand what you might have become because of your childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really eye-opening. But, so, you want to talk about the male escort? And the... <laughs> yeah, were you a male escort? Yeah. So, escort, I thought you were a male stripper. Yeah, both. Both. Which one do you think was more fun? The stripper? Nah. <laughs> it's more fun being an escort. Why? Because you're not tied. Like, you're not doing work. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was more about, like, constant change. Um, so, let's just... I was homeless. Yeah. Um, somebody set me up with it, and, like, I had no morals at the time. Um, I was completely in the throes of all the darkness. Um, but I don't see any shame in it because I, um, there's a commodity for it. <laughs> like, it's one of those things that it's, um, I actually have a lot of respect for the hustle. For like, the escort hustle? Yeah, like for the stripper and like any stripper that is working. Like, I mean, been to some strip clubs in, like in Vegas and I've seen like almost every single stripper wearing a Rolex. <laughs> almost all of them say they're going to college, but who knows? Yeah. Like saving up for college. Yeah. <laughs> but would I go to college if I was a stripper? No. Yeah. I would keep making that money. Um and like it's like think about the stigma inside like inside of that. Right? Like yeah. we have to go to a dark room to have people dance for us. To get like enjoyment out of paying somebody to entertain us, right? Yeah. How is that any different than a movie? Than a movie? Yeah. Paying for entertainment. <laughs> How is it any different? It's not. Like, that's like, so at our wedding, we're gonna have professional dancers. Yes. What is the difference between the tango dancers that are gonna be doing it or the strippers? That, like, we could get. Yeah. Nothing. It's just a little more... You mean taste? Like, is it tasteful? Yeah. Like, okay, not your taste. We all like different kinds of meat. We all like different (laughs) kinds of vegetables. Cool. But why do we have to judge somebody else for liking it? Where does that come from? I Dude. (laughs) I think it's an insecurity. Yeah. Because you just don't know. You don't... Like, so... Like, I, I, Jordana does not come from that lifestyle. Yeah. Right. And, um, she fell in love with me just like, that was an entertaining piece to talk about, I'm sure. Like, but it was more about, she just loved who I was and, um, like what, what I was trying to grow into as like owning my heart and being a real person. But back then, um, 
I'm sure I deserve to be judged. Because I was a monster. I don't think anybody deserves to be judged. I was, I was, and that could be a true statement. But, like, that's how I feel on the inside because it was, like, a dark time in my life. Mm-hmm. And, like, if, if, I, if I still had hair and I still had the body and, like, <laughs> I, and like I wasn't in a career mm-hmm. and I needed to go make some money. You go back. Right. <laughs> like, because even, even in the escort, escorting, like, I didn't have to do anything. What like, do you mean? I didn't use it as like me going and having like these crazy sexual escapades. I was a piece of arm candy for somebody. Oh. Because I can clean up really well. And like they would just put me in a suit and I would just go to some event with them. Or I would go and see their family. Act like I was their boyfriend. Isn't that crazy? Some people could see escorting as like you're just... I mean, don't get me wrong. (laughs) When the piper needs to be paid, like the piper yeah. needs to be paid, but um, it the crazier parts was the in between, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because then I like I was I was around the strip clubs selling out of them, um, and I kind of saw it, and I was just like, man, I don't really want. I don't really want to be treated like a piece of meat. Like, and so then I stopped and um, I started running in after hours. And um, what's that? Running in after hours? So, like, illegal um, gambling, mm. like, um, like a place for people to go and do the drugs that they can't do at a club. Right? Yeah. Like, and like, gamble, party all kinds of stuff so like it would just be a conglomerate out, out in the middle of Hollywood and um, yeah so I was the guy that so I, I changed it from being the like being a piece of meat to then being like the person that could dress up well and like basically be getting the drugs that everybody was ashamed of that they were doing like I would be the person getting that for them yeah and so, like, it wouldn't be noticeable when I brought it. Like, that that's what ah, I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've had a couple of... You've had a couple of people on here, right? Like, you had a porn star recently. Yeah, dude. I've had a lot. So, what, um, have, you, so what have you learned? Because you've been doing this for a minute. Yeah, what are, what are you learning the most? Like, you're a young kid. Like, you're probably a fucking sponge right now. I am. I'm learning so much. <laughs> like, is your mind just getting melded by all these fucking... Yes, all these different stories. Amazing nutbags. Like. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, what, what, what are you learning? I'm learning that I don't know shit, dude. I'm learning so much. Uh, I'm learning, like, the perspectives of... Like today, I, I I got somebody. I learned a little bit more about nu- the nudist community, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, dude, I never even thought of that. You never heard of them? Not really. Maybe like on TV, like no. on a show. Like I've have, never. Have you seen the whole um the whole craze that's going that like you need to open your butthole for the sun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that. Like that it will, it will like feed you energy. Yeah. Um, dude, I, mean, I, I believe it. I don't know. Like, I want to try it. <laughs> I mean, vitamin D, right? Like, a lot of us take pills to fucking yeah. <laughs> go straight to the source, right on the butthole. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm just learning like what it's like for a kid. Like you're like people wear clothes. I can't like not wearing clothes. Oh no. So it's like seeing that from going from that mindset to like being open to like some people don't want to wear clothes. You know? Right. I'm learning that. Um well, pers- and even the stigma like I think it's crazy that like it, it's extremely unfair that the way that everything is played out is that like we can take off our shirts and like just roll around. Same, we got nipples too. Like I have Dude. nipples too, Greg. Yeah. Would you like to milk me? <laughs> um, but um, what like how we like we judge people on like that? Yes. And. I mean, I love titties, so... Dude, why can't women... Why is it a thing that women can't wear, not wear a shirt or a bra? I think, I think in all honesty, that one... Wait, say that again? Why can't women go out and about without wearing a shirt or a bra? I think it because the animalistic part of men that don't have restraint mm-hmm. or respect would do something with that. We ca- so we cater to men on that respect. No, I, I think it's not catering. I think what it's more like it? safety. Safety. Because, I mean, the Me Too move, movement was real. Yeah. Right? And so, like, men are going to be men a lot of the times and be pieces of shit. Like probably gonna happen and like girls aren't deserving of it yeah right like and so uh, i don't know like if everybody did it at once i think after like a couple years it'd be like oh whatever you know but i don't think it could really happen yeah probably it'll be a long time coming so okay so you learned that nudist colonies are like a real thing (laughs) yeah um, Are you going to try it? Dude, I want to go visit. I want to go visit one. Wait, but are you going to be one that like just sits there and stares at everybody? I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to be able to be like, you know what? Let's hang out naked. But okay, so let's go into you don't want to. So I said, are you going to be one that just goes and stares at everybody? Why did you have a negative connotation to on that? To stare at everybody? Yeah. Because it would feel like... What I'm... if that's what you want to do? Because I don't want to... Why is there a stigma on it? At staring at naked people? <laughs> they chose to get naked. It feels respectful to not stare. Oh, so now so now we're at the part of like... Okay, so stigma has that like where like we look at an addict, right? Mm-hmm. Why are we not looking at the stigma that we're placing on ourselves like to be respectful? Must say that again? Like so, that person's trying to live free, yeah. right? So they're they're going to a colony, and they're gonna get nude. What if you're going to get nude too? But like you have a weird quirk about you that you just want to stare at people. Why is that negative? Why is that anybody else's concern? I don't know. We because make it- because if we live on this freedom, right? Like people talk about freedom, and like we're in. The United States, the like, for whatever amendment, <laughs> right? And like, it's like, well, then why don't I have the like? You have the freedom to leave this nudist colony if it makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. by staring. 
Why do I need to change who I am to fit your mold? You see what I'm saying? Yes. I like, see what you're saying. That I think that's where like it really comes from the whole stigma. Yeah. Right? Because I'm trying to fit into somebody else's mold of what I think their respect is, what might make them think different of me. And the more we just live... I think... Have you ever asked anybody how to break the stigma? No. What do you think? How do we... How do, how do we break the stigma? Yeah. By talking about it. The conversation. Both, both right or wrong. You know, like both sides of the coin. Um, doing what you want. Being yourself authentically. Like, I'm not gonna... I want to wear, say... I want to wear a fucking tux to your wedding. I'm not going to because I'm scared of other people's judgments. But breaking the stigma would be doing it regardless. Um, so I, I wonder if it's not doing it regardless. Because um, so I'm trying to learn like I, I really want people just to fucking deal with me. How I want to be like I don't fucking want to wear I want to wear a suit to my own goddamn wedding. Yeah. Like. Um, get me out of this monkey suit. Um, but for me, it's like in that instance, you ask the other person how they feel about it, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's their wedding, right? If it's your wedding, do what you want, right? Like that's where mm -hmm. I think like maybe you can break the stigma in that way. Yeah. Right. But like, I, I think that we have to tread a fine line where we don't um, force it on people, like who we are. Yeah. I think we have to have open the conversation, but then allow the person to like step into it more, not drag them into it, right? Like this, this whole movement is gonna go out into the world and people have an option to click on it or not, right? I think we really only want the people that are interested in it first before it starts pulling in those other people. How do we do that? What? Get the people that are interested in it first. No, they'll, they'll gravitate to it anyways. Yeah. Like, cause they'll just be like, Oh, there's something I like they, people that don't like it. They'll wait for it to blow up and become like, cool. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but to me, it's just more trying to spread love. For right? sure. Like making something that might be weird. So I had somebody call me and he was like, yeah, I'm just so wrapped up in my head. And I was like, about what? And he's like, well, I go, I go on these dates and um, like I'm sexually, like I want to be sexually active and like I just don't think we really like are compatible and like I feel like I'm like getting rejected and I, I fear rejection and I was like well you are getting rejected but like why why do you have like a negative feeling about that like rejection just means that you're gonna get to a yes faster hmm right yeah rejection so, is so then I, I, I didn't I didn't say he was crazy for you know having that feeling mm -hmm. I didn't say that he was you know right in being angry I just said 
can we work on your mindset of like it being okay that you're getting rejected because you're going to get something better? Yeah. Right? And he felt loved in that moment. So then he wants to keep growing. He wants to work with it. Now, if I would have came over the top and I was like, bro, you're getting rejected because you're a fucking weirdo. Right? That's what he's saying in his own head. So then I'm just going to reaffirm that by making fun of him. And then he's going to recluse in. And then he's not going to fucking break any molds. Yeah. That That's... That's how we create generational problems of like people. I think this is the coolest thing that you're doing in the world because I think that we just need to have authentic conversations as much as possible. And we need to show people that it, that it is possible to do it. Talk about anything under the sun, not worry about judgment. And in this room, like there's a lot of love in here, right? Yeah. And like, why not be able to live like exactly where you're at? I wish people could feel what I felt when Jordana looked at me when I was a monster and still told me she loved me. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm trying to spread to the rest of the world. And like people think I'm a dick. Yeah. But that's really what I'm like my basis of what I'm trying to do all the time is just people think that like I'm, I'm trying to show you like the other shit that you're supposed to work on. But I want you to still have, you've called me and told me a crazy thing before, haven't you? I think. And I just said, it's all right. Yeah. Like, you're cool. Don't worry about it. Like, we'll get through it. Like, you kind of, I make it this really big, huge deal. And you're like, dude, normal. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's where the stigma really comes from is that like, we, we think we know what normal means or we think we know what crazy means. Yeah.